Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Hello everybody, I am really excited to have you here today. And we're here for our second episode of the Luna Love series, in which every single month I have the privilege of talking to Jane Gleason-White about what is happening astrologically and how the planets and the moons and the various eclipses that are coming our way can affect us energetically with the desire to give you the opportunity to flow with the energy that is coming in rather than feel bombarded or overwhelmed. So this is a really beautiful way to empower yourself so that you're able to align yourself more easily with what's happening energetically around you. So I am going to allow Jane to uh, really take the the front seat today and guide us through what's coming up and just pop in a few questions here and there and we'll just see where this takes us. So Jane, you've been talking about an upcoming eclipse. Maybe that's a good place to start, but you tell me. (laughs) That's absolutely the place to start. Um, Thank you, Kay. It's very nice to be here again, especially right now, because this is the big moment of Well, the second big moment of the astrological year. So every year there are two eclipse seasons. The first one was in May and the second one is now. And so the new moon next Tuesday at 9.48 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time, which is Sydney and um, Victoria and everybody else will just have to calculate their own times from from this. Um, It's a new moon eclipse in Scorpio and Scorpio is the planet of death planet of sex death and transformation and it's also the planet of release so it's a hugely transformative moon um and then the following full moon in taurus um on the 8th tuesday the 8th of november and that's at 10 02 p.m sydney time um is another eclipse that's a total eclipse and so these are hugely powerful moons and they will speak back to the new moon in Taurus on the 1st of May and the full moon in Scorpio on the 16th of May. So we've had this sort of six month period of uh, Scorpio is a lot about illuminating the shadow and Taurus is a lot about grounding in our body, especially in, you know, the shocks of change when you know because there's a lot of illumination shall we say of the shadow happening right now and this is how these two energies are working together so it's the Scorpio energy of the new moon is asking us to sit very 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 deeply into ourselves and to be with our shadow side you know all the things that are too painful to feel like jealousy and 
um, all our traumas, all our childhood wounds, all the deepest things that even we keep secret from ourselves. That Scorpio is all about secrets. And then, you know, just to briefly give you a sense of this particular moon cycle that we're talking about. And then the Taurus new full moon in November will give us an opportunity, will help to illuminate what we haven't been able to see, mostly in ourselves, but it will also be very illuminating of power structures in the world beyond. Um, and that could come with some shocks um, or sudden kind of revelations. And so that moon is asking us to ground very, very, very deeply in the sort of sanctity of our bodies. And okay. I use sanctity very deliberately because it's so much about us returning to the temple of our bodies. Mm, okay. The sacred Amazing. temple. Yes, absolutely. So just to kind of um, like lean into that a bit. So the new moon, firstly, actually, I want to just ask you about the six month cycle that we mm -hmm. have for the moon because this came up last time but I didn't ask you about it and when I actually listened to it afterwards I was like oh my goodness I wish I'd asked you more because uh, I still think it's really fascinating to me because I, I've never grasped this about full moons and I know that the eclipse adds a whole nother layer but just for those that have never met astrology before okay um understanding that every single new moon isn't always just relevant to that month it's actually speaking to a six month cycle where that same moon will come into its fullness in mm -hmm. that house or sign oh that sign yeah sign, yeah um six months later so the yes. the full moon that we're going to have in taurus in november was a new moon six months ago, which is when the energy of what's going to come into fruition in November first kind of started to seed itself. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That's amazing. So yeah, it's very beautiful. And it's just yeah, sort of I magic. I really love that. Yeah. And I never ever knew, I was like, full moon, that's when the energy is the highest in the month. And it means, you know, whatever it means according to the sign. I never understood that there was this whole six month preparation cycle aspect to it that I really, really love, you know, understanding that at a deeper level, because it actually makes so much more sense, you know, when you think about how nature works mm. and takes its time actually in its cycles. And, you know, us thought we're always rushing around trying to get everything done quickly. And yet nature's permanently showing us that taking your time with things actually allows them to come into fruition just perfectly. So um, we've got the full, like the understanding now that these moons move in actual six month cycles. And then we have this extra layer of the potency that the eclipses add where the moons, oh, sorry, the moon, basically it's a, a, a part eclipse next Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Partial. And so the impact energetically of an eclipse in a sign, does it make, does it amplify the characteristics of that sign? Absolutely. So right. the, the eclipse season just intensifies the energy and it sort of extends it. So you feel it a lot longer. So you probably start feeling it a month before and possibly up to six months later, the energy of the right. eclipses. Okay. And so there's an eclipse on this new moon in Scorpio. So I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, because it's a new moon, ordinarily the energy of it would be quite gentle initially as it, you know, it seeds itself essentially to then come into its fullness six months later when it's a full moon. So, but given that there's an eclipse on it, that kind of amplifies 
just that initial energy in and of itself. Yes, why it still is quite gentle though. It's still a quite <laughs> gentle moon relative. I mean, it's intense because it's asking us to go deep, but there's a lot of support. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of heart in okay. this moon. Yeah. So it's intense because it's in the sign of Scorpio. Is that right? And because it's an eclipse. And because it's an eclipse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And because the South <laughs> Node is in Scorpio, um, you know, so it's an eclipse slash the South Node is in Scorpio. So we're being asked to release. We're really being asked to release to anything which isn't deeply true to our deepest, deepest desires. Because Scorpio is all about desires. And okay. often we don't know them ourselves. And so the South Node, does that represent letting things go then? Mm -hmm. That's the okay. past to be released, the things that we've done with. And mostly because it's Scorpio as well, it's to do with shadow and it's to do with toxicity. Um, that's a big sort of Scorpio theme, toxic, yeah. you know, in all its senses, like literally like waste, which we've seen. And also, you know, because to have an un sort of explored or, you know, like to have a bit of jealousy or something from some old time caught in your energetic system is toxic, you know, mm, it's very yeah. depleting. So yeah. it's it's looking at all the, you know, all the things that we might be ashamed of because you know, society tells us these are shameful emotions. So we keep them locked away because we're not allowed to express them because they're, you know, shameful. So it's really sitting with that. I mean, Scorpio is all about that stuff. It's all about the dirt. It's all about literally the shit. I mean, it rules the, um, you know, the large intestine and the um, that sort of, you know, the genitals and, and you know, the release of feces, basically. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking okay. really... This next Tuesday is the the kind of climax of this experience of the because everything lands on the Tuesday. That means that energetically, it may have been affecting us for a month up until next Tuesday. Like we might have felt this in our experience in ourselves mm -hmm. that these aspects of Scorpio, and maybe now's a good time. So what kind of you've already touched on some of it. So what the energy of Scorpio is generally around like dropping into your shadow aspects is that right well I mean so just it's always useful to think of the two signs the polarities the the timing of these conversations relates to the fact that we're going through each of the signs of the zodiacs two at a time during uh -huh. and looking at the polarities because that's where the full and new moons fall Aries which is the beginning in the northern hemisphere of the astrological year and that's spring and then all the signs work around through the different seasons and each sign has its polarity, which is in the opposite season. So for Taurus, it's um, Scorpio and Scorpio is an autumnal sign in the Northern hemisphere, which is why it's about dissolution and releasing and, you know, it's an autumn energy. Okay, perfect. And so this month we've got the Scorpio energy initially, which is- Yeah, because we're in the Southern hemisphere, we get to do it at the opposite, you know, so that's just sort of semi mucks it up. As in, because um, we've got spring with a Scorpio new moon, but in the Northern Hemisphere, it's autumn with a Scorpio new moon, which is where the Scorpio new moon belongs. Okay, so with this month, what are the energies that are coming in with these two signs and, and how do we start to work with them? So just to explain the energies of these two signs, Scorpio and Taurus, um, well, in general, they're very, very powerful signs and they're very patient and 
they have a lot to do about birth Taurus and death and release and transformation Scorpio so that's the two energies the way they kind of work together because in the zodiac each energy each sign has its polarity which is opposite it and so it's like the opposite energy and if um Taurus comes in the spring it's a spring sign in the northern hemisphere it's the second sign of the zodiac um Scorpio is an autumnal sign and so that sort of already begins to suggest the nature of the two energies so um as I spoke about last time Aries the first sign in the zodiac is the first burst of spring so that's like the tiny shoot out of the ground and it's us just racing off you know newly born into the world exploring and adventuring with so much energy and passion and then Taurus is more about getting deep roots so once you've sort of explored the world Taurus is about creating being deeply rooted and being in your body and just kind of you know getting a bigger sense of your manifestation you know here in the physical form so it's a lot about the five senses it's a lot about beauty um you know luxury all the things that Taurus likes um and both these signs rule money as well and finance and value um so Taurus is about one's own um value and self-value and one's own financial resources and Scorpio is about um how you might work with others to create value out of other people's money you know it's about mortgages and investments and um stocks and bonds all that sort of finance is really ruled by um Scorpio um but the Scorpio polarity is so if Taurus creates then Scorpio transforms and releases it's hugely um deep very sexual they're both very sexual energies um Scorpio is really private they're both very private um signs both very magnetic and very kind of patient you know so they they spend a long time just dating things before they share them so really interesting energy to work with and especially at eclipse season because you know as might already be suggested um especially the Scorpio energy comes with a lot of you know it just wants to go deep I mean if there's one phrase I could say about Scorpio if you think it's gone deep it wants to go deeper so it's just going to drive you right down and it wants to go into the muck you know it really does want to go into the to whatever is taboo it rules taboo it rules astrology it rules everything that is forbidden everything that is shameful everything you know it rules the dark side basically it right. and it shines light on it and so from um you know given that next tuesday is an eclipse which obviously creates even more potency around the sign of scorpio how do we uh, or what what are your feelings around how that could tangibly manifest for people Well I think the way to work with this energy is to very quietly um be with ourselves you know so I mean I I feel that I do experience this you know because I've been interested in this energy for some time and I really do feel that if you take time to reflect on it it doesn't kind of come and bite you <laughs> um from the outside because that can be a tendency with the shadow and with Scorpio energy that if you don't sort of go into your own um dark places you'll meet them in the outside world i mean that's sort of a truism in many worlds energetic healing and but in astrology as well and i think i can attest in my life that that is quite true you know um and so my suggestion for the new moon on tuesday 
and even in the time before that, because it's a process, um, is just to allow ourselves to get very, very comfortable with ourselves, because often we're not very comfortable with ourselves. Um, and to, and again, it's all about being guided by the heart because that's such a huge theme of this moment. And sort of, and the feminine, you know, the receptive, the gentle, it's a very gentle, loving moon, as well as being very powerful. Um, maybe some spice in the love, uh, <laughs> but you know, it's still, it's still all about the heart. And just let ourselves um, kind of go deep into our shadows, mm. into the uncomfortable places, you know, and maybe have a long bath, maybe swim, walk by the ocean. It's all about water. It's deep emotions, deep, uncomfortable emotions. And the, the more we can allow ourselves to get in touch with them and just be with them, you know, we don't have to share them. It's not about anyone else. This is all private and you know because it's also inviting us to change and release things that are old because you can't create new things if you're just all clogged up with the old mm -hmm. I mean as I said Scorpio rules the you know release of literally of feces and you know the um, large intestine as well as the sexual organs so you know if you're all clogged up constipated you can't you know your energy is just totally depleted so you have to release in order to create it's really about that Right. Okay. So, I mean, you've touched on so many points which have been really in my awareness recently in terms of like particularly being very um, aware of dropping into my heart center when I've witnessed my mind just over oh, yeah. narratives that aren't helpful and just taking my attention to the heart and then immediately feeling the softness around everything um and also the feminine energy you referred to the way i've been experiencing that and teaching it is around mother energy and really mm. tuning into being your like reparenting yourself and being the mother that you may not have had um and so when you're witnessing these you know your shadow side which is all your triggers all your fears all your you know um all the things that really shake your foundations coming up in your psyche um, being able to kind of step back and reassure yourself and self-soothe and support yourself in that way. So, um, yeah, that, that really powerfully uh, resonates for me. It's, mm. I guess, the surrender as well in terms of that release aspect that you mentioned. Absolutely. Just, I think to be very clear for people, you know, over, you're probably already feeling it. I mean, it's next Tuesday. So just hopefully this having this information available to you is now going to give you permission to step back from what's going on internally and actually you know give yourself some space to hold in yourself like if my husband's birthday is next Tuesday he's been <laughs> this tremendously and but it's been part of our narrative and so even though things at work are really challenging for him right now he's I mean, even this morning, he was saying, I know it's the eclipse next Tuesday, so I'm just being really patient with it. And, and that's kind of the key. I think this is why this podcast series is so helpful in my mind, because just having this heads up just gives you the ability to really, um, yeah, reassure yourself, support yourself as we go through these really powerfully transformative times. So that's, I think, incredibly helpful. And I think you know, you were saying how, you know, the Scorpio is all about releasing and the Taurus energy is about rooting in. And 
I think it's really lovely to know that we're going to go through this um, period of time where we're going to observe all these old ideas, all these old beliefs, all these relationships potentially just fall to the wayside and then be held in this Taurus full moon, which is, I'm going to let you talk to more in a minute, but from what you're saying, just help us really ground in and sort of resettle ourselves after this this great release but mm. what you tell us more jane what does um, offer? <laughs> well i was just going to um add a little to the um scorpio because it's oh, not yeah. really about stepping away from what's going on inside us it's about going into what's going on inside us right, okay. it's definitely about stepping out of the noise of our mind mm. um so yes it is more guided by the heart it's not even being in the heart it's allowing our heart to guide us deeper i mean we're talking about scorpio it's it's very deep and it's i would say the key in terms of how we work with it is self-compassion and I mean you know I'm making it sound very dramatic it's really you know you can just sit with yourself and allow what's coming up and a really good way to think about it is what am I what has changed in me how have I really changed because I would just speak for myself I've changed hugely this year and I feel so many people have and especially you know maybe since the last eclipse season but even longer I mean in these last two years and sometimes it's really scary to change and to admit our that we've changed and that we want to do something new and that even though we've been very good at what we've done and it's been very successful and we love it it just isn't right for us anymore and that can be so hard to admit even to ourselves that we're changing because we've one we might not know what's next and also what might that ask of, of us in terms of you know are there people are there relationships are there jobs are there places that we need to leave behind you know so they're the sorts of questions to take into it as well in terms of just you know because sitting with your shadow is a big abstract thing but to uh, to allow yourself to feel how you've changed and to let yourself feel that and to begin to sort of explore that <clears throat> is is a really good way of dealing with the scorpio energy and then that leads very beautifully into the taurus one because the Taurus full moon will be so much about the potential of shocking illuminations in the bigger world. But even, you know, like we might have revelations. They don't have to necessarily be shopping, shocking, but they might come out of the blue. Oh my God, I didn't even know that. Or I didn't know that about myself or that person or this work, or, you know, it can bring big revelations, this Taurus full moon. And there's a lot of beautiful energy around it as well, which as you say is, just asking us to be really deep rooted in ourselves, in our bodies, in the earth, in whatever ways that we do that. And again, by so much self-love and so much um, care for your body, you know, because we really don't care for our bodies very much. I mean, we do in very superficial ways, but, um, but you know, because it can be very scary to inhabit a body, um, especially for people who've had experience of trauma and there's a lot of that out in the world. Um, one's own body can be a terrifying place. So um, Taurus is a very grounding, strong, stable energy. And it's a lot about security and stability. And so the more we can just be secure and stable in ourselves, in our own body, in our independence, the more, you know, I guess it's like, um, you know, when the world is shaking, rocking around you, or, you know, just think of a tree, the deeply rooted trees, they don't, they don't fall in a storm. They just abide, even though their branches are waving. It's kind of potentially that energy. Yeah, amazing. I think, um, yeah, what you say about not observing, but feeling it is really powerful remembering. And there's a process that I really love 
that I, I guide people through and I want to share it because I think it might be helpful for people. And, and that kind of combines some of the stuff that we've been talking about with the mother energy. And, and basically it's lying down and allowing the feelings that are unpleasant to you to be to come forward. And but instead of getting completely wrapped up in them, allowing them to be felt fully but holding them in what I kind of call like a stadium. So you're like this mother energy that holds them. And in the middle of this stadium, you know, this football game or this big game is happening. And that's where all your fears and your doubts and your envies and all the things are playing out. And even though you're allowing them to be fully felt, you're not actually going into yes. and embodying it. And yes, I absolutely. That's the key. That's where people become a little challenged because they get so easily caught in it. And, and so the key to this is becoming really relaxed, actually. And that's why lying down is so helpful. Because just lying down, allowing your body to just completely relax and then call upon the thing that is triggering you. Call it into your awareness and just say, I wish to see all of you and I wish to feel all of you. And just build that stadium, visualize that stadium in your mind. And then just watch as this feeling comes into the middle and allow it to be felt, but just maintain this bigger sense of yourself, this mother energy holding space for that entire experience. And what you'll experience as you do that is that even though it might seem really overwhelming at times, it will actually dissipate. You might mm -hmm. cry, you'll have some sort of release, but it will actually clear. And, and actually you're doing yourself so much good in that process because you're actually removing conflict from your energy body. And that is creating peace, which is what this, this center that Jane is talking about, that's, that's where you're going to find that center. It's actually just being able to feel through the experience, but holding yourself in this mother energy to empower that process. So, uh -huh. yeah, I think what a, you know, as, daunting as it sounds or as challenging rather as this process this experience that's coming up in over the next month sounds it's also incredibly beautiful you know to to have this you know naturally created opportunity or theater of growth that, it, that we're all woven into whether we like it or not and I think just having the awareness of it is allows you to be a conscious you know, actor in this play rather than, you know, it just kind of striking you from the left and you're not really understanding why. Oh. I feel, I mean, I, yes, it could be daunting, but I think it's better to think of it as just an incredible opportunity for transformation mm. and, you know, for change because change is part of life. And, and you know, I, I you know, <laughs> The, one of the reasons I like astrology is because it is all about cycles and, you know, connects with the natural cycles. And I just don't feel a lot of uh, Western constructs uh, make much room for the natural cycles of, you know, life and death. Um, you know, we, death is taboo. We don't see dead body, you know, all I could go on, but um, so a lot of this kind of shadow stuff is really hidden when it's normally, you know, like coming up is the Mexican day of the dead, you know, that is the way to celebrate this time, you know, to have all your skulls out, to have all your, you know, have all your mezcal out, do your party, you know, I mean, really, we should more think of it as a sort of a festivity of, you know, sex, death and transformation. <laughs> this is what Sam Ween or yeah, absolutely. essentially is, right? So yes. 
yeah so yeah. take that spirit into it that's that's the spirit uh, part okay. um rather than you know because I think it's a very kind of you know as I say I, I feel in a lot of western many different constructs um we're not invited into that darker side to yeah play with it to have fun with it and you know I think of Frida Kahlo one of my favorite painters she's all over that (laughs) just just you know channel Frida Kahlo and Mexican Day of the Dead and you'll just sail through yeah Yeah. I love that that. what a powerful um opportunity for us thank you that's so good that's really wonderful I feel much more equipped for what's coming and excited as well because you're absolutely right. It is an opportunity for transformation. Is there, you know, I guess an opportunity then for us to reflect before this time, um, perhaps before the new moon, to consider, you know, to be a little more conscious with it perhaps and maybe reflect upon the areas in which that we would appreciate transformation or welcome change and maybe throw that into some sort of, a journal of practice or even a little ceremony to welcome the Scorpio new moon next Tuesday I mean I will say that in terms of intentions in this particular cycle the best one I've heard or the best way of looking at it is to make a sort of request that at this Scorpio full moon that those parts of yourself which even you're too scared to look at the deepest parts of your shadow your shadow might be revealed at the full moon in Taurus to you, you know, because this is very interior, private, private work, not to be sort of shared. So in terms of working with this particular energy, that might be a good thing to reflect on, like what, you know, invite the Mm. possibility that you might be able to see what in you really needs to be shifted and released, what shadow needs to be illuminated. It feels appropriate to... You know, as much as we're in this, whether we like it or not, as you're saying, you know, it's why not just embrace it and and make the most out of it. And so, you know, actively use it as an opportunity to bring into your awareness aspects of your reality, which you actually would like transformation in mm-hmm. um, rather than feeling that something from somewhere is going to be, yeah. you know, brought up in some way. Um, yeah, so maybe that's something worth thinking about. And then equally, I suppose, with the full moon, um, taking time to consider, you know, what ha- post what's happened with the, the new moon, you know, what you really want to plant in your garden, what you want to nourish and nurture. Is that right? I think, no, I think the, the full moon, full moons are more about illumination and sort of not necessarily conclusion, but just shedding more light on this picture, this story that's kind of evolving um, around what we're releasing and what we're grounding into, because it's so much about you know, again, as I, as I said last time, this energy and it's amplified this time is about grounding into simplicity and what is really true for us, you know, because we've, you know, we're in this process of transformation. What is our deepest desire? What are we going to sort of hold on to? What are, what are we going to root into? So it's not necessarily that we're planting any new seeds at that full moon. It's more about what are we what are we going to hold on to? What is our deepest root? What is what our deepest nurture? Desire? Is that yeah. right? What we what, really- oh, what are, it's so much about grounding ourselves, I think. Yeah. So I feel it's, it's. Um, I mean, we'll nurture ourselves. It's about... But nurturing you know, the things in our lives that we actually want to foster now that we've had this period of release or more... I just- really, I think 
if the best image to take into the full moon is a tree in a storm, you okay. know, like deep rooted. Not even in a storm, just with wind or, you know, just the way that trees abide. It's very much about that. It's just really being, feeling fully grounded in your own body on this earth. It's very simple energy. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of beautiful communication um, around that moon. Um, and, you know, it really, it's sort of a moon that's saying it's time, like this, this is the time, you know, to, to be truly ourselves. Right. Okay. And so in terms of, you know, making it something tangible and practical for people or giving them, because I know there's lots of people out there that like to do something around a full moon. So would it be worth perhaps spending time, you know, thinking about this person that you're becoming and really um, anchoring in this, this embodiment of yourself and, you know, spending time really feeling into who it is that you are evolving into and, and what that will bring into your life. Would you say that would be a better way to work with that energy? It's more about the Taurus full moon is illuminating more of what we might've been releasing. And in order to stay in that energy, we must be very, very deeply rooted. We must use that Taurus energy and the energy of our heart to stay very, very grounded because it could be quite shocking. I mean, the first thing that came into my head when you said, how would you what with that energy was, you know, sit under a tree and just lie on the earth, you know, and see what came up. That, that was my immediate sort of right. thought, just yeah. with all the kind of energy around it. Um, but, you know, because it's really transformative. It's like flashes and lightning and, you know, I mean, metaphorically and potentially literally. Um, so for me, it's just so much about grounding. And if that means, you know, I, I it just feels as if, it's the moment to just distill down what is most essential to ourselves, not necessarily to think where we're going next. Okay. Okay. So just getting clear on what's important to ourselves. Perfect. What is like our deepest truth? Okay. So, um, amazing. I think that's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. And I think, um, particularly, you know, also having this notion of being part of this, continual evolving cycle of you know every new moon is planting the seeds for six months time and actually you know potentially leaning into what it would feel like to work with Scorpio energy over the next six months with this new moon um, I guess there's so many ways as I'm you're clearly across with astrology and how to embody it into your reality and um and yeah I think it's a really beautiful way for people who've never come across much of astrology to to start to get an inkling of what it involves and how it relates to their day-to-day -day experience so thank you again Jane so much for this powerful sharing and downloading for us and um yeah it's super helpful and I'm yeah excited to see um where we land next month and what we can look forward to then perfect thank you so much Kay for having me and I hope you all have um wonderful eclipse season Yes, absolutely. Take care, everybody, and speak to you soon. Bye-bye.